0: All things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. Three blows catching up over a can of three. So many things that we cannot wait to see. As McDowell White got the keys, Will Suari is be raining threes after Brisbane said no. Franks the 36ers said yes, please. They chose a second serve of Randall as United went a sweet. We think Walton's hard to handle. If Doyle rules, they're hard to beat. We love some Tucker. burgers got the lot. There's no cheese, but there's big sauce, and now Bangers gets the shot. Can a mango pick and roll fill the gorge-sized hole? Or do they need a lift a greeter to restore their heart and soul? The Kings can focus on the books, so long as their man your cooks. Will there be Magnay Regret? Does R. Kelly fly with Majette? Will Thomas be a tank with Manic and LT? And I do beg your pardon, but we rather like Brad Lee. Cleveland, this is for you! We want more of the same from 22. G'day listeners, you're back with Benny, Banksy and Boydie, the basketball blokes, dribbling all things Aussie hoops and MBL fantasy and it was good to be back. Basketball was back.
1: Yeah, it was a little bit wild um, mm. and what else is a little bit wild is we've got two new Patreon supporters two? today. Welcome. Net- welcome. Um, we'll send you out the links uh, very late at night tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Banksy, what can Patreon supporters still look forward to? Why is it still worth signing up for Patreon?
2: Well, obviously, captains, Benny, would be the big one, mm-hmm. um, particularly in weeks like this where I have very much struggled to um, split my top three, which we'll record a little bit later. Yep.
1: You're not selling that too well. Come on. I'm not? Okay. <laughs> well, what about
2: the advanced stats? Because that's what I definitely use when I'm doing my captains write-up, that mm-hmm. you work very heavily on, body. Well, yeah, there's some argument about that, but yes, yes, I'll say yes. That's all he's given us. That's all he's course it is. And of course,
1: on. the Discord chat, which you can get on there and uh, talk all things Aussie Hoops and NBL Fantasy obviously. with
0: 105 others. Uh, Patreon supporters, also, if they're paying for that tier, obviously get to hear the dulcet tones of me singing the Banksy's Captain song each week, which I, I know a few people do actually look forward to it on a weekly basis. I
1: know exactly one person who has given us nice, nice <laughs> comments about that. <laughs> I have so ever heard one. but That's okay. right. Um, but thank you to all our Patreons last week. Mm-hmm. We finally got to have our get-together to catch up we did. at Chateau <laughs> Le Boyd yep. and watch some basketball. And we got to enjoy all of our teams mm-hmm. getting flogged.
0: Yes, we did. It was, um, we are a the curse. memorable. <laughs> it's just curses all over the place. And I yes. don't know
1: if we're going to sell many Banksy's captain's memberships because of this because we did have to watch you struggle with XRM. Uh, mm. the, uh, you got illied mm-hmm. uh, with that one. Got sucked mm-hmm. in, I think, with the illy concussion. But how are you sitting? Quick review, Banksy. How are you sitting, mate? S-
2: I can't say still sitting number one in the universe like it's got on the rundown because I was second um, prior to last round. So I moved back into first and... Um, Bordy, just don't like being second, but you do. <laughs>
1: Back-to-back nights for you, Bordy, uh, including uh, the Thursday night we all got together. Yes. Second in game day to one Julian O'Brien. Yes. And b- backed it up with another. Second.
0: <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so just want to be like Paxi. Yeah, Same just me. unfortunately not not that flash,
2: but not quite as flash. What did Julian say? You're not first, you're last. Yeah, which um, is true, isn't it? Well, it in is in game day. It'd be stick. nice to see that change a
1: little bit in the future. But... Mm. Uh, um, so, obviously, very unlucky for Boydie there, and he has had a lot of bad luck so far this season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember there was almost a curse that Boydie had going on. Where there was a, was it Tristan? Was it Thomas? TT. Yeah, TT got injured yeah, on the doubles was, starting. Yep. That, that was, was started. Yep.
0: So that was the round that I had him. Yep.
1: Another another Perth man, Brady Manick. Uh, I know you brought him in for scores of twelve. Donuts. A a donut a donut and twelve a donut and twelve yep. and uh, he played of course magnificently against our Phoenix boys. <laughs> yeah. Ever since you do you still have him? No, of course not. Okay, That's so what, I think since I got rid of him, he's had, him out 40, the week he he's had a he forty-four and a forty-eight. So this is the theory of the reverse curse, the curse mm-hmm. working in reverse. Now it doesn't just work with regards to NBL fantasy because ex- no. we're very excited that we locked in a road trip. Body? That's it. The boy, the basketball blokes are on the road. On and, the
0: road again, and where where did you decide that we would be going? As uh, scheduling this, well, we decided that we would uh, visit uh, uh, from. Uh, we had a little bit of a chat a bit to a uh, certain uh, Patreon supporter, Julian O'Brien, uh, hails from that area at some stage. He was, we thought we'd go to the Gong, because we were going to double it up with a Sydney visit. But then, what happened with the Gong this week? Well, it's literally the day
1: Mm -hmm. we locked in Mm -hmm. the road trip. The curse seemed Mm -hmm. to come out. And Wollongong was – there was a cloud about the Wollongong team, so we need you to survive six more weeks, please.
0: Can you stay in Wollongong for six weeks,
1: please? Now, some details just in case people might want to bump into us. Uh, I think it's
0: January 2nd. I would hope people want to bump into us. Um, Yes, we will be at the Wollongong v Cairns game on Mm -hmm. uh, Monday the 2nd of January. We'll drive up nine hours on that day. Yeah, we'll share a little bit of the driving, so there'll be a little bit of rest. It's fine, mate. The road trips are in my blood, so it's all good. Um, And then on the 4th, so Wednesday the 4th of January, we will be
2: at Sydney v. Southeast Melbourne Phoenix at Kudos Arena. Will you be wearing your doctor's jacket so people know where to find you. Well, we won't
1: be wearing our southeast Melbourne Phoenix jerseys. No, we won't. Because out of respect to the to, Well,
2: I don't, to the host. I don't end up like a France
0: supporter in Melbourne watching the uh, Socceroos game this morning, that's, <laughs> that's for true. sure. So, um, now we'll see how we go. Um, just, just we may have to dress up a little for the Sydney game yet. We're not too sure yet, but... Um, we'll be joined we, by Banksy. We will be joined by Banksy. So, the first game in Wollongong will just be Benny and myself, um, but then Banksy joins us for the Sydney game on the Wednesday. We would very much love to... Uh, catch up with as many people as we can. Mm -hmm. Apologies to our Perth, Adelaide, Brisbane, Tassie, Cairns supporters. Anyone else? New Zealand supporters. Um, We would love to get to all of those venues and for a game eventually but um, this one just worked with two games very close together and the town, uh, the cities are obviously close together so we can jump to two games in one four day little road trip for Benny and I and one overnighter for Banksy. So, um,
1: do you know what sold the road trip for Banksy? Though was what potential was nine hours of sleep in the back mm. of the wagon on the way know. home. I am, so yep. I am locked in.
0: I can lay way. down the seat. I can lay down the seats in the wagon for you, mate. <sighs> so you can just lay down and just have a little bit of a kip.
1: Yep. Paradise.
0: We're very much looking forward to that. All right. So we going got more to, to come as we get closer. Obviously, we want to catch up with as many people as we can. We're thinking about. Doing a table somewhere and having a bit of grub or some drinks or whatever before each of those games, so a few um, we'll work it up. Yeah, a and, couple of moema coffees. And we've been told that Chicos is actually good. Yes, we have been. We thought so, it was this big conspiracy theory to for, to trap tourists to go to Chicos, but apparently it is good. So we will definitely be
1: checking that out. Don't know if that's where the table is going to be. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. Speaking of Illawarra, I guess is almost the segue. Oh,
0: so I guess a big one at the moment is Michael Fraser.
1: Michael Fraser, that's right. What's the uh, uh what was the injury for Michael Fraser? I noticed he was
0: in a polo shirt. Yeah, slight um slight dud importitis at the moment, I think. Oh uh, <laughs> no. Oh whack. <laughs> uh, not seen since Sloan, uh
1: the dud importitis. So how do we tr- how do we treat some in importitis, Doctor Boyd?
0: What's your well, technical term? Obviously team? there's a couple of different methods, but a, a roster spodectomy is probably the um the best way to go about it. <laughs> oh god. That's right, um, and conveniently enough, we have uh, the man in question there, Michael Fraser, the second? Uh, uh, coming
1: it's the second time in the NBL. That's, that's it, sure.
0: coming back. He is actually replacing someone with uh, dud importitis uh, <laughs> in George King from uh, the Illawarra Hawks, Hawks and he will be with the Hawks uh, as soon as this week, apparently. Um and in the game already. In the game, we, we've had some conversations in regards to that, or should I say Benny has had some conversations in regards to that, and the, the, he is in, million buck, SGSF, mm-hmm. and I kind of like it. I kind of like it. My, I Schedule-wise, think, not yeah. that great, obviously, but well, I kind of like I it. I think it's going to work out
1: for us, okay? I think us, it's okay. going to work
0: quite well. Mm.
2: We could
1: get a 950 slash 900, because I'm guessing he's going to come off the bench, maybe build, build his way up, which is exactly what we want. And as soon as their fantasy schedule comes good in round ten, uh, he could be one on the watch list for sure.
2: That's it. Now,
0: now I want to jump in there before we move on. Now, just remember, this is Michael Fraser. Now, obviously, it didn't work out that well uh, with his time at Perth last season. Um, but what I will say is, he had one, two, three, f- four, five games of thirty-nine or over, right? Yes, he had some bad runs there. We had, or he missed a few games as well with injury, as we know. He has a lot. He had a few games in the single figures and all that sort of stuff as well. But I think he's going to have more opportunity at Ellawara. Do you know what I like? What do you like? There's no cotton on that team. There's No cotton. And he's got Sieve dishing him the ball. That's it. He does have Tyler Harvey there, who also, you know, warrants a number of shots a game. Um, yeah, I think he's a
1: high-level like rebounder. I think yeah. he's got potential mm. as a rebounder. Yep. Um, really good size. He like Tucker. Yeah, his fantasy points per minute. I went and looked at the article uh, yep. from the preseason. It was yep. uh, 1.07. So anything over a point a minute means you're a okay. relatively good fantasy game. Yep. Um, obviously, particularly in his of, position. That's yep. right. So, um, yeah, it definitely doesn't favour the Bigs. And he didn't get enough minutes to even threaten a double double. Uh, yep. That's for sure. So, Could um,
0: be a nice little signing there. One to keep our eyes on. Absolutely. The Injury Report with Dr. Boyd. Alrighty, and obviously we, uh, we we're we already talking about the Hawks, so let's go, continue with the Hawks. Uh, Peyton Siva, who we just spoke about there, calf, expected to return against the Phoenix though, and that's as per the Illawarra Mercury, um, which we'll probably be reading on a daily basis while we're up there in uh, six weeks' time, Benny, five and a half weeks, Um Shaley out with a concussion again. No word on that one there. So, a bit of a worry there. Matt Kenyon out for Tassie still four to six weeks. Um, Doyle isn't written there. He obviously missed the game as well. Um, but I think they were sort of on the... He's expected to return. Correct, yeah. I think they were just on the conservative side there. Uh, and Weeks ankle no update there either. Um, possible returnees, you've got Murko with Can's double this week. His ankle stated as week eight or nine, so around eight or nine. So you just think that's maybe a possibility. Big Cheese might be back, but expected to be limited for the Sim Phoenix. That's just based on the initial reports. for Injury timeframe. No we update on that one. Heard that's it. Anything? Yep. Now, the Phoenix have been pretty good with their injury stuff, so I'd probably want to keep an ear out for that one. Um, Cooks is slated for a week nine return. However, he a chance this week. I actually week. heard, I
1: don't know, I tend to take in a lot mm-hmm. of NBL content. Yes. And I heard someone say he's going to be back this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it was, um, but given he's coming off at 20 odd.
0: I also did, and I can't remember who it was. <laughs> it might
1: have been Roundtable, I'm not too sure. But was
0: it Matt Logue? <sighs> might have been be on right. basketball. Yeah, it yeah. was. I think it was Matty
1: Logue on yeah. there who dropped yeah. the Illawarra news. Maybe. Um, so we want him back this week because after his last game, maybe we get a little bit of price a regression from uh, Xavier. And uh, he might be playable in a couple of weeks' time when their schedule picks back up again. Perfect. The they're going wa-
2: to want him as well because they play Cairns in Cairns. And I think Cairns beat them both times. Is that right? Uh,
1: not too sure about the result. I remember a quite noisy buzzer-beater. I mean, God, the NBA was mental this week. We had Sean Bruce mm-hmm. replicating... Mm-hmm. the Kuat Noi yes. incident, was his foot on the line? Was his toe on the line? Mm-hmm. You think it was? Definitely. Well, I'm not too sure because they haven't showed the camera angles, right? Mm-hmm. But do you know how the best camera angle? Wollongong native, Wollongong boy, Paul Smith. They obviously just went and asked Paul Smith, Smithy, is the foot on the line? He goes, no, he gave him a the cuddle <laughs> and that's of course. it. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant result. Um, I was speaking about it. Crazy results. How how do you reckon Chris Goulding would have gone? It go, would have gone if he actually got hit with a clapper from the crowd? Ooh, oh wow!
0: Uh, we he thought he was dead on Thursday. <laughs> oh, actually. I, I, was, I, actually I was genuinely was a sniper in the crowd. I was fearful for his safety.
1: It was a decent oh, bit of contact, Jesus. but what a sell! And on, for him Chris. to come back on. Was it
0: was, and he, even, he, he had one leg shaken. There was one leg shaking. Yeah, I was like, like oh, going sugar. It, he he's was not, a, if he's his not real bubbles good Bubbles had popped. He was gone. He was yeah, flat as a and you, and you you think when those things happen, like it happens all the time in AFL, obviously you see it probably more often where they, the hands go up a little bit and that yeah. sort of stuff, but he sort of fell on his... It's the Tummy, p- so you, can't, you couldn't see the arms go up. So it's kind of hard one, to tell no, no one's gonna going to, to no one's gonna believe him he when he's move, actually injured. He did move from it. No, boy who right. cried wolf. It might be a bit of hey, boy who cried look. wolf type thing with oh, the
1: refs as well. Appropriate time to discuss it on the doctor report, the injury report with Doctor Boyd. Watch out for delayed concussion symptoms with Chris Gordon. Of
0: oh yeah, maybe delayed. Um, and <laughs> maybe then not. another possible return: the forgotten man, Dan Greeter.
1: That's right. So subscribe to the Warmer Today. See we're going to get up there, mate. So. um they got all really good injury news. So I read an article from before the FIBA break, um, and in the interview with Dan Greed one of our favourites, he said that I've got two weeks to prepare for it, and I'm so pumped to play, and I hopefully have a bit of a punch from the bench. Two weeks preparing with the feet. FI- yep. Yeah, that's right. So 411k small forward. Mm-hmm. Now I talked Tom Abercrombie last week. Mm-hmm, you did, and you I t- know it fooled me, and I know it's scary. Yep, fooled me. But Tom Abercrombie to Dan Greeter. I'm calling that the fear Could be and greeter. Oh, yeah, Move. not bad. That's what I'm going to work with. So, <laughs> scary with Abercrombie, <laughs> Abercrombie. going so to Dan shout Greeter. Shout out to the Fear and Greed podcast so Benny risk, and I listen to it every
0: morning. Banksy doesn't have a mm, scary of an idea of what you're talking about there. Oh, everyone knows
1: it. the term fear and greed. That's all right. So, True. look, I think for 11K, that is super cheap. He I mean they've Obviously brought in A player at Small four position But mm-hmm. Dan Greeter at his Best is As good To be honest I
0: like it Everything Much much more Let's go Failing to plan Is planning to
2: fail It's time for The Scheduliser Okay, we're up to round eight, and it's the only round of the season where there is only two teams on the double. That is, of course, Cairns and the New Zealand Breakers. Um, obviously, going to be heavily brought into teams, you would imagine, players from those two squads. Importantly, though, it's only the Breakers who have the double the following week, so... You may be preparing an exit strategy if you're bringing cans, guys or have an abundance of them as you've planned for this round because they are following up this round with two back-to-back singles. Um, from next week, if you're looking longer term, we have three teams with three straight back-to-back doubles. That would be Adelaide, Melbourne, Perth, and the Phoenix, I cannot count. Four. Maybe because Melbourne have four straight doubles. <laughs> the other three teams I have Technically three. correct.
0: Well done. Oh, Jesus I snorted. <laughs> I, <guess>. I, was <laughs> I was
2: technically <laughs> correct. Um, and obviously, again, it's uh, for now. A note to Illawarra, Sydney and Tassie guys with back-to-back singles. And Brisbane don't have much in the way of the schedule over the next three weeks either.
0: The thing with that schedule, I just want to do a little bit of a tidbit there. NZ, everyone's on the NZ guys. I know we've put a poll out and that sort of stuff on Twitter. You can check us out at beball underscore blokes if you want to have a say in that poll as well. NZ go two doubles in a row, eight, rounds eight and nine. Then they've got two singles for rounds 10 and 11. And in those rounds, six other teams are on double in round 10. And then all eight teams are on doubles except for Cairns who's on a triple in that round so they're a massive disadvantage that round really if you can't re- you know move your side around so that you've got pro- those new zealand guys on the bench for that round 11 like you if you can't get them all out and you don't want to get them all out you really need to have plans in place to make sure that they are not in your side or you, they're not in your starting lineup for that round 11 because that's going to severely handcuff you
1: in those rounds You're about breakers yeah, yeah breakers right. yes because the, yeah. um, they've
0: got two singles where every, pretty much every other team has doubles those weeks. Correct. Pretty much every time. But bench. Yeah, this bench is, is one. That's what I said. That's yeah. what yeah. I said. But you probably wouldn't want to even roll. At this stage of the game, you probably don't want to roll with five breakers on your bench. Correct. I you agree. want two. Right? You'd be
1: looking down to two at that point. Two I would reckon. probably be the most. I because the other the other thing, so obviously you can look at our schedule on the website, basketballblokes.com. Yep. We've got only two teams on the double this week. Yep. And then... uh. In what round is that? That is round 12. There are only four, four. teams. And NZ on, is one of those. And NZ is one of those yeah. if you just look past that. So Correct. So pick your couple. I reckon Bordy's nailed it. Pick a couple that you feel comfortable in benching that you want to bring on yep. for coverage in that round because you can't have more than two. No. Nah. Because they've got a donut after that. You wouldn't want
0: more than two. So two like, is the max you can have. and, and they So have to only donuts so for round the season. 10. So, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It'd be it yeah yeah if you want to go down two that means you can only have a maximum of four at the start of round ten really if you're going to drop two around, so yeah, six is probably the max you want to have I guess. And um, they are going pretty good. I don't know if you'd want yeah, six New Zealand no, players no, at no. the moment though. No, they no. are
1: uh, playing very well. But we did put out a poll on Twitter, um, and so we like asked a couple,
0: twenty people, twenty-one percent have said six. Uh, so that's, oh, that's cans as well, sorry. So we
1: asked New Zealand and Cairns combined here. Correct. What were the results?
2: So 12% rolling with three Breakers and or Cairns players. The overwhelming option was running with four players on the double, 36.5%, 29% running with five, and 21% with six. So you would hope that you're in the majority there and are starting at least four this week.
1: Um. Now, there's obviously caveats with this sort of stuff, obviously, because the two that come to mind are Wardenberger and Abercrombie. There's different strengths to the four that you want to start. Like if if you've got two good ones with Abercrombie and Wardenberger is part of your four, that's probably not that strong. Um, But I think that you can roll with possibly one on the single this week uh, would be ideal, I would think, as long as you have a good captain option. Uh, what are your fellas' thoughts on, I guess, how are your teams stacking up at the moment? Seven. Seven? It's cool. S- <laughs> so seven seven of the combined, that's fine.
2: Yep. Heading in prior to trades this week, I've got three Breakers guys and I've got Wartenberg being my singular cans guy, um, potentially bringing in one of each this week. So if I played Berger, that'll give me five and only playing the one player on a single
1: Yep, so for me, I have uh, a full six, but that would include starting Abercrombie over Cleveland. But that is my real big start-sit question for the random... You know Cleveland rocks, yeah? he does. Mm. So that's my start-sit question. I'm sure (laughs) that
0: there will be plenty of other start-sit questions coming right up. Need an adjudication on who to trade in this week? How about a ruling on who to sit or start? Let's see who submitted their case for judgment in the Fantasy Full Court. Sketches aside, what are your general fantasy thoughts on Magnate? Well, that was a So
1: That's a question from Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> general fantasy thoughts, you say? Well... Willie going there? Oh, I, would, uh, I would make room in my schedule, let's be honest. Um, and Banksy, we got your thoughts last week
2: on the podcast. Good to see Big Willie on the court at any time, so it's good that he's back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Big
0: Willie fan, Banksy? Yeah. Talk so, to, talk gen- to us. General fantasy thoughts. Talk Banksy. to us about your fantasy
2: about Big Willie. Uh,
1: no, that's okay. You, can you actually even think about putting Will Magney into your fantasy team no. right now?
2: <laughs> no. Not after last season. Was it round two? The, the captain disaster? Oh, it was just what, poor performance what did he drop? the whole did he dro-
0: year. How much did he drop? No. What price were we looking at?
2: He would have dropped.
1: He's that. not cheap enough. So, no, Ruby, the question... Um, watch it, having watched the game, he moved really good. Mm-hmm. He was blocking shots. Yep. He did not have a single basket. None. He's got a cool it's haircut, though. He he the does. The curls are very rack. curly. Um, curls get there. What well, I think he's one to watch. Yeah, eventually he will become cheap enough. Yep. Um, and it only might
0: lo- only lost fifty three k.
1: And it might coincide yeah. with their game, schedule mate. picking up, though. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. yep. Look, it, Ruby. It would take a bloody lot for us to put Will Magnay into our team. <laughs> he was on the cheat sheet last year. That. You go against us, you burn us there. It takes a lot it to it get back It probably back won't from.
0: for me, seeing as I have his jersey now. There's got a little bit of bias in there, so I'll let you in that little... I'm keeping keep, the an, the eye, the keep an eye on The door's almost closed keep, for me on Willie, but... An um, eye. Keep an eye on him.
2: Six six doubles over seven rounds, he have from round 11. So if he can... He's got three weeks to prove himself.
0: I would
1: suggest uh, don't close your door close your door on your Willie, I'd no. say. That's probably a good idea. Um <laughs> Next question. It's all about the cans, guys, here. But straight up, Banksy, I don't want you to give anything away about oh, captains. No, don't give it away. But in general, is the risk of getting pardoned enough to steer you clear of Pinder this week? So um, mm. we had, like, is Pinder a viable captain option without giving away too much? Um, and I guess, how must don't have to give is Pinder. too much away.
2: Like, this is something that I'm weighing up as well because I have Pardon, I don't have Pinder. I don't want to burn my team or, you know, wreck my team just to bring Pinder in this week. At the end of the day, his two worst scores, this is without giving captains away, his two worst scores this season are against this week's opponents. That's something that we have to acknowledge if you're not already a Pinder owner.
1: Um. You looked at use, uh, ownership a second ago, um, and Pinder is has gained a bit and it continues to rise. I think that was your takeaway.
2: Take yeah, well, I did captains last night. He, I think he was at seven and or eight percent. He's now up to twenty three percent. So higher the pardon. Yeah, people obviously working ways to to bring him in to your squad. He's very expensive. Um, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting decision for a lot of coaches, myself included, because it's a lot of money to cough up. When he's playing against the two squads where he has scored his two worst scores this season?
1: Um, I think Bordy might have used the term rental round for this one pre pod. Um, and we'll look at it, Cairns rentals. It would be nice to have a Cairns rental, to be honest, especially mm. in Melbourne winter. I don't the Cairns rental right now. Yeah. Um, do you want to read out those Cairns rental oh, and rentals? Oh, an NBL at
0: DT. I mean, MBL underscore DT. Hog or Pinder for the one week rental? Who's better one week rental, Hog, Scott, or Pinder from Plug and Maddie? They are the three, aren't they? Hoag? So are you allowed to answer this? Form-wise, I'll answer it. Form-wise, you'd say Hogue, then Pinder, and then Scott's form last week dipped a little bit. So you'd probably say he's the third. But I would say the one thing I like about Scott is the interesting part is he's low ownership and he's a very big point of difference. If you think... McCall played those first few games in the year and and he's still got 50s. Remember, Scott wasn't starting. At the start of the year, he was off the bench, and he was still getting 48s and 50s, or whatever he had for the first five rounds, basically, mm. with McCall in the side. So, um, yes, it's the first week back, McCall's back, and he's had a, a couple of bad games. But, yeah, the first three games they played, he had a 50, 58, and 33. So, he averaged 48-ish, something like that, 45-ish. So he's got 10 assists. We've he's been waiting got for him got to... 10 th- assists. He just didn't get the points, did he, for that double All the double steals double? or the yeah. box or anything yeah. like that, so... He's um, still at a thirty eight, it's not not a slouch score.
2: Mm. Hmm. Do you know why I like Hogue? And I won't give too much away. Why do you like Hogue? Because he has good scores on this week's matchups, unlike yep. Pinder. And what I really like is his fantasy gold, and it is that he is ranked third in the league for blocks and fourth Ooh, in like the that. league for steals. I like that as also well. Also, top five in three and points if you made. Take us click on his stats on the in the fantasy game and just have a scroll through his mm-hmm. still and blocks from game to game. That is why his scores have been up there. Yep. this season.
0: Yep, his lows twenty two. Fairly, I good.
1: think we are really waiting on this Xavier Cooks news. As well as one of the matchups for pinder potentially um, well an extra rebounder I guess that he'd have to come up against could be an issue for them but uh, yep. I remember that um, <laughs> that Cairns game when Pinder was on the court it was a foul trouble game he looked unstoppable as he has done yep, I remember that yep. so much this season yep um, Scott would be the third out of the picking order of course really tough decision between Hogue and Pinder. What's the price difference between the two at the moment, is? Not much.
0: 150 grand or something? Not 200, even, 200 grand?
2: Not, oh, no, that's, not that's, even. that's no, pretty high. 90,000, 60,000. And lot. also, Hogue mm. will likely go up 100k 000. this week. Hinder only went up 50k last week. Mm. And
1: So it's not just who's going to score the most, is it? Mm, There's all no, these other f- factors Ugh. position, eligibility. Herbs and spices. Mm. Well, so let's say to have someone who's SF eligible, is far more valuable than to yes. have someone score well at your centre position as well. Yep. So correct.
2: Well, um, So for me, it's Hogue, Pinder, Scott.
0: Yeah, I think that's the same for yeah. me too. And
1: it's not even based on who's going to score the most. No. But for me, I'm bringing in Pinder for fun. Okay. Okay. Um, it has to have something to do with it as well. Me. Also,
0: I'm thinking about bringing in Hogue, if the listeners out there are uh, <laughs> obviously, don't, no, I'm obviously no. worried about the curse. No. The Boyd curse. He's sitting the in my team. The you kiss can, of death. No. The kiss of death is Ho. No.
2: Please. No, please. I will pay you off pod. Do not bring him in.
1: <laughs> He's sitting in your team at the moment. Who are we going to sit on the bench? Um, but it starts off firstly with the question, is... The burger, Sam Wartenberg, playable on the double. What yes. do we all think about that? Yes. He is. He is. And what are we going to say is his benchmark? Because this is a good way to, to work out what a
0: safe, reasonable estimate of what he was Well, he's averaging for the round. 23 across the season, and that was including the slow sort of build up that he had. So yep. I would suggest the he's he's sort of five or three or five game average is probably what I'm going to go with,
2: which is okay. twenty seven and twenty eight. So you're thinking maybe fifties to sixty, I'd say. Interestingly, if you look at his previous matchups, he only got the sixteen against the Breakers, but his two highest scores for the season were both against the Kings, which is obviously their second game there. So if you want to kind of average that out, I think. In all reality, we're probably going to see a 50. Yeah, okay. I'm best case, case scenario, 50. 60 across the double from burger, which. Yeah. And it's a good I point he makes, like, as far as he was a slow-cooked
1: burger yep. to start off with, wasn't he? So don't Definitely. look at that average and try and multiply it out. You're going to look a bit closer at what he's been doing. So we've got some start-sit questions now about Ooh. who would we start or sit compared to the burger. Uh, from Glenn Creaky v. <laughs> burger
0: Creaky's playing the Hawks.
1: He's playing. He had a 31
0: earlier on in the season. Creaky against the Hawks. I'm going to say War. I'm going to go the burger. Go the uh, double.
1: Oh, I would go the double burger as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Next one is Franks versus burger. I'm going burger too. Burger. Frank, as I would. Franks Perth in Perth. Now this one, Keegan's gone with sit, start, sit, the sauce. Sauce and oh, burger. Williams. What a combo.
2: I'm all in on sauce this week. So oh. do you put
0: sauce on the burger or do you put the burger on top of the sauce?
2: Uh,
1: that this week I think you could possibly put the sauce on top of the burger. Um,
0: even that. Why risk? though? Because what? What about if there's cheese on, on, involved? Oh, so good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we think he's going to be back in unlimited capacity. I think. Um, and to be honest, sauce was a little bit cold. I guess to start the season when they played a little while, and he had his good score. You got that up in front of you down, Banks? He
2: had a double-double, 13 points, 11 boards, 4 assists for 54 fantasy points. That was in his second game in the league, we need to remember. Mm-hmm. But you look at his last three games, hitting some form again, had the 73 games back against Melbourne, 62 in his last game as well. So
0: That was in Wollongong too, if you want to play the home away sort of type thing as mm-hmm.
2: well. So Yep. Um, so he will play at John Kane Arena this week. Yeah, I'd, I'd give the edge to Source. I, th- I think he's he's almost a lock for a double-double.
0: Maybe.
1: Maybe. It is a close call, but that would be the one and only. And I guess that, that if you're looking at deciding who to start on a single, I guess that kind of narrows that down as well, that Source would be a good candidate to start on a single, regardless of who your bench player is. Even if you have a Quera, we still think the Source uh, might go off this week in the good way. Um, slight variation from Bucks, though uh, it's not quite a start set, but it's a start a combo. What kind of burger combo? Maybe I don't know. We don't have any burger questions here. It's all about Tucker, though. So out of these three, we've got Tucker and Pinder, sauce and hog, hog. I just felt like sauce and hog, Franks and hog
2: a clear winner for me there. I reckon
1: Sauce and Hoag.
2: Yep, absolutely.
1: Yep, so we don't want to be starting Tucker. Was that something nah. that you were playing, toying with, with one of your trades? It's just you're trying to avoid that at all costs, right, Banks.
2: Well, he play, Melbourne play Tassie. We know Tassie are a hard team to score against as it is, but he only had the 15 on them in their game earlier in the season. So I wouldn't be confident starting Tucker. And... We just spoke about Sauce and Hogue. So I think they're your two biggest fantasy commodities in that combo. Excellent. Next one Hump versus Thomas out. So, Marco, who would you trade to Hogue out of? Hump, Thomas, or Sauce? I think we've already answered it. Can yeah. Eliminate Sauce from that.
0: Yeah, disregard that part. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of that, clearly, I have the other two guys, Humph and Thomas. As do I? TT. That's I will be trading Humph out. The reason why I'm doing that is because Melbourne signed Marcus Lee, obviously. Yeah. Uh, straight away, we saw a drop in Humph's minutes. So he's been playing 26, 27, 20, 30 ish, somewhere along those lines. Straight back down to 23, with Lee coming in and playing 17. He's Don't second like worst score big, for the season It's a big red flag. Big red flag um, for me. And so I am just going to get him out. Thomas is going to be starting for the foreseeable future at at Perth. I mean, he's the only one really that can Mm -hmm. start there, I I think. Um, And look, he's had some 40s and all that sort of stuff. I think I'm going to be keeping Thomas because they go on a run of doubles after this round. Uh, well, they've got three doubles in a row. I, I just think it's I more of a smarter side. I think he's TT's t- t- guaranteed minutes. Humph now, there's a big red flag over whether he plays minutes or if Lee starts having a ball out game. I think I could see Hump uh, Lee just continuing playing more minutes than Hump in a game. I think the
2: most important thing is we've seen some Hump double doubles this season, we have and up. it for me, I'm not sure there eliminates yeah the yep. chance of the yep. double yep. double now.
1: Yep. Okay, I'm in the exact same scenario. I will also be trading out Humphreys for much of that role clarity reasons that you have discussed, and it's we got this question last week, but the situation changes again as the schedule moves along, and yep. it is Gaza v Baza, Gary oh. v Barry, oh. Gary Brown versus Barry Brown. Oh, and uh, over the next few weeks, who are we better to target to bring in Gary Brown or Barry Brown from Pete Stone? Um,
2: this is interesting because obviously we yeah, saw the ceiling. One? We just saw the ceiling of Gary on the weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Barry obviously has the double this week. Two completely different positions in terms of eligibility. One, mm-hmm. well, um, Gary's but, only a PG. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And ba- Barry can obviously play at shooting guard. Barry just hasn't put up a big score yet. Nah. We haven't seen a ceiling He's from got him. consistent, his consistent thirties yeah. and only the one game in the forties so far. So yeah. Yeah. the ceiling's definitely not there. I think the problem with weighing this up is there's a lot of good point guards you could have as well. So there's a lot of competition against Gary yep. um, with XRM, although we didn't see it last weekend. A lot of people looking to bring in Mitch McCarron with the good schedule um, with Randall out. So. It's a tough question, and I guess it depends on who your point guards are there as well.
1: Last week we said, I don't know if we said, but I think that Gary would be the better longer term play. He's got the better fantasy game, mm-hmm. but we would all be bringing in Barry because we want to fill this gap in the schedule yep. and hope. But yeah, longer term, Pete, and I guess we never emphasize this. We talk about maximizing your points to get to the top overall season. If you're yep. playing a league game or something like that, and that is your concent- what you're concentrating on. In this scenario, Gary Brown would be signif- Would be all our choices without a doubt out of out of the two. And Gary's had three scores week.
0: now for for your leagues. Yes, for the league, you'd go Barry.
2: Yeah, and because Barry's on the double this week. No. Oh, so you, you want to win Gary. your league? You want oh, looking right. okay. finals. long term? Fine, long right. Yeah, I agree. Sorry. <laughs> and Gary's now had three scores of fifty plus, whereas <laughs> Barry's highest score for the whole season Forty-two. is forty two. <laughs> Correct, and that's his only score in the forties. So, ceiling for Gary. That's it.
1: Um, next one? Yeah, so we've got more guards. And Ugh. this is hard. We, I feel underprepared for this question. But Fletch, Can Man, and Marco have all asked questions about guards. I'm um, just going to read them out. Best point guard, shooting guard option at the Sobe price or lower? k said, is Ligar for the best point guard option oh, under no. 0.75 no. or someone that's less painful to watch? <laughs> uh, and Marco's asked, glover seems to be getting a bit more opportunity now. Could he be a cheap bench PG option for us? Um, we had a tiny look through these names, Bordie, before we started the pod. Um, I mean, I'll start off with Sobe. Actually, he's someone on my watch list, especially after his poor performance last week. Um I didn't watch that game, which is unfortunate, but uh, apparently had a bit of a stinker, fouled out. Um, he's someone definitely on my watch list, but uh, lower prices is where the question is and uh, yeah, who's available.
0: There's not really much. And the reason why, that you know, Benny and I have just, and probably Banks as well, were a bit hard to answer this one, is because of the premium point guard options that there is um, and, We've spoken about it before. You can you can almost have these perfect match situations. Like for example, you might have uh, McDowell White and McCarran, who throughout the rest of the season you can pretty much start one of them on the double. Um, you so you always have doubles in your starting position at point guard if you have McCarran and McDowell White, which is. Exactly the lineup I've got. You've also had Scott there just running and marking the point guards. You've had Gary Brown now popping up and just going bananas. Even uh, the Siv, Sivar, Peyton Sivar has come out and had a couple of decent games and obviously injured at the moment, but he could be one when their schedule gets a bit better that we pop in there. I, I just don't think there's a cheap option I really like too much. Um Obviously, with these sorts of things, you've got to look at opportunity and minutes. Um, yes, it, the problem with the two Sydney guys is they kind of take minutes off each other. Um, Bruce only played, th- uh, well, he had 13, but he only played, um, he had 19 minutes, which was a slight drop off his last couple of games. Um, Glover jumped up to 20 minutes, and we know Glover is a little bit more, you know, they play him across the, the three uh, wing guard positions almost. Um, yeah, it's... I, I, I really don't like any of the options, to be honest. At it that doesn't seem price. the position
2: to be paying down at. Huh. No. Whereas, there's better positions whereas at to the pay the down well,
0: at. At the moment, we've talked about him already, but Abercrombie's starting for NZ. um, And a nice cheap price, you'll get plenty of opportunity there. Um, It's a bit hard with those guys. Bruce and, and Glover, I feel like they steal minutes off each other and then you throw in Buwali Bales there as well. And you really don't know who's going to be getting minutes each game. So it's just a real raffle. Yeah. I mean, Kenyon was out.
1: So maybe yep. Sean McDonald gets a few minutes. Yep. Will Hickey played an absolute blinder. Great to see the SEM. sibs out. There, um, so. He'll be back. Yep. But then coach through the week praised uh, Lockie Dent and Madronia as well. Yeah. So it's still an absolute shambles in there. Yeah. Sean Bruce obviously hit the game winner, but he was the lowest scoring fantasy player. I'll. Honestly, the cheapest player at the moment that I would like in my fantasy team and could actually put in there without feeling really, really ill is Tyler Harvey. But he's going to. The only reason he played any good was because he had the of players missing. But there seems to, like I'm just looking at Walton's price now. How is he still this cheap? He's he obviously I think he copped a knock and he's yeah. been hasn't been quite as good. But man, he he looks like he could be. Like 1.09 averaging nearly 40. Yep. Walton, like that's the price range you need to be playing with even in your backup slots, I think. Um, do whatever you can to do it because I, honestly, I mean, you were talking about Tyler Johnson there at one point. What's What are your thoughts on him? Yeah, 40? just
0: a little bit of an eye test thing. I just thought he was looking okay um, and sort of t- turned a corner a little bit in form-wise and attitude and all that sort of stuff, which I, I think – is what kind of we I wanted to sort of see. He did have a 42 in that last game against Cairns. But before that, I mean, he had the, the high, lowest score he's had um, for the season in 19. So I'd want to see a few more. But he's kind of thereabouts just without really kicking up a gear. So I'm hoping that 42 and he takes off from here and he could be an option a bit later on when Brisbane's schedule gets a little bit better. He's actually averaging better than DeWalt at the moment over the last three games, TJ. Very good. Um... Their schedule obviously, yeah, definitely picks up, so
1: keeping in mind, but no need to go to now, I would suggest. Um, I think that is all the questions. You got anything else to add on guards, Banksy? Or they're all pretty yuck. I know you got winning the competition, so you don't look down in that down <laughs> well, in that I'm section. Just,
2: I'm still rolling with my good luck, hey, charm, so we'll which is Junior, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might even stick with him this week. So well. Yeah. I just yeah, I agree. It's just not the position I want to pay down.
0: Well, it's paying off for you, really, so why would you change it, like you say? Um, it's it's a winning formula at present, so uh, roll with it, I guess. But apart from that, um, that's it for this week. Uh, as always, you can catch us at Beeble underscore Blokes on Twitter. Uh, Facebook, we are The Basketball Blokes. And on www.basketballblokes.com, the number one source of MBL fantasy information. Till next week. Catch you later.